This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, along with Dave Koken talking some MLB, talking some World Series. And here we go again. The Philadelphia Phillies, now a perfect 7 and 0 at home. They win it uh, by a score of 7 to nothing. They've scored now 72 runs in the 14 postseason games. They are on fire. We talked about it on Monday, Dave, about McCullers and his predictability of the off-speed pitches and some people trying to make a case that he was tipping them off. Well, because you're predictable doesn't necessarily mean that you're tipping them off, but it's still predictable. They knew it was coming. They were sitting on that slider all night long, and they were just bombs away. Dusty kind of left him in. That's debatable if he should have pulled him or not uh, before. But nonetheless – Houston was not going to score in a nice yeah. Ranger Suarez. Another uh, nice performance um, as he has been a little bit herky-jerky over the season. But seems like he's getting more and more confident uh, on the hill and mixing up his pitches nicely. So now the Phillies have a 2-1 to one lead. They're minus 152 at Bet Rivers to win the series. Houston plus 130 after Houston, again, that we started, was a big favorite there. And now we're ready for – let's talk about the game – Game three in the series so far, and are you surprised? Yeah, to some extent. I mean, I thought the Astros were the better team. They still might be, but right now they're not. Uh, The Phillies are just not showing any signs of slowing down. And Houston, this is the unexpected part. They kill lefties. They sure didn't kill Suarez. Big fat zero. Not exactly the right time to go into a, a slump, but now they got to face Nola. And uh, yeah, the pressure is all on Houston at this point. I think it was anyway because they were perceived as the better team. But now two games to one down, they better win tonight when their lights are close to going out. Yeah, the um, and, uh, and look, Philadelphia has kind of stepped on the throat and finished yes, them off, had have. that killer instinct uh, in this position. Now they they finished St. Louis in two before the um, before they even came back, but um, uh, but Atlanta split, boom, win both of the games uh, at home uh, easily to finish that series. Split in San Diego, need to win all three. They take care of business there. And same thing here. If they don't win all three, it's going back to Houston, and well, one down and two to go for them. And it is places uh, intimidating, man. It has been a big big home field advantage. Now we get to tonight's game four, and you mentioned Aranola. Which Aranola do we mm. get? And that's the million-dollar question. Um, the one for this, um, 
you know, the last game, gave up five earned runs in four and four and uh, a third innings uh, against San Diego, staked to a four to nothing lead in game two on that afternoon, that hot afternoon in the low 90s in San Diego, but gave up six earned runs over four and two thirds. Or the previous three, where he went 19 and a third scoreless innings against Houston at the end of the regular season, at St. Louis in game two, and against Atlanta in game three. Which Aaron Nola do we see? I sure don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a guess at this point. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do know is the guy I might have the most confidence in right now on the Astros staff, well, that would have to be Framer Valdez. But the number two guy, I think it's Javier. He's throwing the ball really well. Now, he's not going to go nine innings. His job is to go out there and pitch five. And he's been doing a great job of that. He's had nine starts now this year. Nine, including one of the postseason, where he's pitched five scoreless innings. They might need that out of him tonight against the Phillies. And we'll go back to his form, too. And um, he's, he's... You know, he was clearly a little bit of a drop-off from Verlander and Valdez over the course of the season, but not as of late. He has been outstanding. His last four regular season games and two in the postseason, 29 and two-thirds innings pitched, one one run. Hmm. One run, and that is it. So uh, his form is just outstanding uh, right now. So, you know, on paper, man, Nola outclasses a Javier normally, but right now he's more of a sure thing than Aaron Nola. I agree. Uh, now, he's got to get some run support, obviously, but I, I, I expect Javier to go out and pitch a good game tonight for Houston and give them a chance to win. So the way I'm looking at this game is I think I get five good innings from Javier. Not going to worry about what happens after that. I think Nola's going to pitch well tonight. Uh, the big inning is still a worry with him. He doesn't seem to have one-run innings. <clears throat> He's either zeros or a crooked number. I'm going to opt for him to go out there and be strong tonight. So what I'm looking at here, and I can't tell you it's a strong opinion because it's not, but I would be looking at the first five under. I'm expecting Javier and Nola to both be on their game tonight, at least for the first half of the game. First five uh, total is three and a half. Three and a half at Bet Rivers. The under is minus 109. For the game, uh, Philadelphia minus 110, Houston minus 106. Basically a pick them. Yeah, Straight and, up pick them. And, and to me, that's the right line. I, 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 I can't, I don't even think I can do a coin flip guess on the side in this game because I just don't know which Nolan's going to show up, but I don't know if the Houston lineup is going to show up. The one you know, thing a lot of people. Co- I'm most confident about actually is Javier shutting down the Phillies. A lot of people uh, nationally and also uh, locally uh, here in Baton Rouge, where Nola's from, is saying that he may be throwing too many strikes, you know, in some oh, of I've these said spots. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, so, uh, you know, his, his control, we talked about it, uh, the strikeout good. to walk ratio is historic. I mean, it's really phenomenal. Uh, when he has command of all pitches. Now, the simple part of it, why the runs all happen in, uh, you know, the one inning, the big inning, and, they, you know, and there's goose eggs everywhere around it. Well, that, that's is, easy. Uh, you know, the simple part of it, he's struggling a little bit from pitching from the stretch. It's a little bit different. I don't know why he's never 
uh, historically, whether it's college days or his young career, but the Phillies has had that problem. Uh, but it's just it is it is more of just uh, you know a fluke. I mean, it is a pattern well, it is, over the but, course of this season. But at the same time, the fact is, pitching out of the stretch, he's getting too much in the middle of the plate. And I don't care how good your stuff is. If you're in the middle of the plate, you're going to get hit. And that's what's well, going to uh, g- Game two at Petco, up, up with a lot of stuff, too. Yep. I mean, not just the fat part, but just, uh, you know, really up. And, I mean, you you allow a hitter to, uh, you know, take some cuts, you know, let her high. Well, their their power is just going to, you know, go uh, yep. up. He's hitting the and red so zone. That's, He's hitting the red zone for too many hitters. So, can't um, do that. It, 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 it's, it's, it's interesting uh, on the hill. Now, at the plate, Phillies are just a better team right now. You yes. agree? Yes. I, look, Harper is just killing it. And as he goes, so go the Phillies. Because when he's hitting, it just seems to be contagious and everybody else hits as well. They're a scary lineup right now. But I think that, you know, uh, uh, Schwarber and Hoskins are, I mean, intimidating at the plate right now as well. Any three of those guys could be the most feared hitter in a lot of people's lineup right now over Major League Baseball. They got three of them. I mean, so, uh, you know, and a guy like a gold glove catcher like uh, Rayo Muto is batting third in their lineup. I mean, this is a. Brandon Marsh is he's the weak link in the lineup. He's whacking them well all over the place right now. Right. Right. Yep. No, it's it's you know, and there was some excitement. I mean, on paper, before they even played their first game, you know, former of uh, Phillies um pitcher Chad Durbin, who was on that World Series team back when they beat the Rays, he was on my radio show and we were talking. He said he 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 does part time radio with their Phillies broadcast on Sirius and there was a lot of excitement before the oh, yeah. season on this lineup that they compo- you know that they put together this roster you know uh, building, and it just kind of started off fast, then kind of flattened out, then the Harper injury, but that's when we, and we talked about it when Snell hit Harper in San Diego. We're like they're they're over. We kind of put a pencil yeah. through them, but that's when they came together and other guys had to perform, and now Harper's hot as well. And it's what you have. And then you throw in that home field advantage. This is a team that's tough to bet against at home right now, and Dave. It's a little intimidating right now. Yeah. Uh, well, so we find out whether the Astros are a true championship team or not. And whether Dusty is going to stay winless in the World Series. He's never won yeah. one. And if, if they don't get this game tonight, I mean, this is obvious. I'm not This isn't exactly a revelation. They don't get this game tonight. I think there's every chance they're done in five. All right. Uh, so uh, in the game five, it will be Verlander against Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. Verlander sure to be a favorite in this one, whether it's two-two or they're down three-one. Uh, I, I mean, tell Verlander you, still yeah. is going to you know his his line his odds value is still strong. Syndergaard have already said he was supposed to go through the lineup one time. Uh, if he was going to pitch on Monday before the rain out. Uh, But the postseason, Verlander has struggled and historically has struggled in the postseason as well. 15 innings uh, collectively in this postseason. He's given up 12 earned runs. If it's 3-1, I'm going to be on the Phillies in game five. 
I might be on him anyway. I'll worry about that after tonight's game. But uh, I don't think I'm going to be on Verlander. I mean, no, he's, he's, oh, he, he he's, just he's can't too expensive right now. 0-6 with an, an 8 right. starts with an ERA over 6. I, you know, sorry. That's not getting my money. Right. There, uh, uh, no doubt, no doubt. I will be, uh, I will be against him as well because, again, I'm looking for value as you are as well, and we're looking for really strong teams or pitchers who are struggling, and maybe weaker teams or pitchers that are, are pitching above, you know, their uh, their odds well, value. And listen, there's, there's, the Phillies are not going to fear Verlander at this point. When oh, Verlander's no. going well, you don't, not a guy you want to face. But this Verlander right now, the Phillies are probably going to be at the bat rack trying to get there first. And, and even the one where his, you know, his, his final line score uh, against the Yankees, where he only gave up one run, struck out 11, and walked one but uh, in six innings, Yankees had opportunities. They Yankees did. had and, opportunities and, and early it, on. The Yankees in the postseason and really down the stretch – we're not a very good offensive team, so I think that factors into it as well. Yeah, no, no, no question. So yeah, the, their their form was poor going yes. into the uh, the postseason, and and you wonder about the, the awkwardness where Francona doesn't pitch Bieber when they could pitch Cortez on the same day's rest. They're bouncing around for hotels because they didn't honor their extra night to stay. Uh, all it's just the 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 weirdness uh, of sort of the kind of giving the Yankees that advantage in that uh, pivot, uh, that decisive uh, game five. So, I, uh, yeah, I'm with you on win, lose, or draw. I'm going to be fading Verlander uh, in uh, in game five. I'll probably be looking more at the over. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think the, the Astros the first... can, can get some stuff done against uh, Syndergaard as well. So, over first five tomorrow, the opinion as of now. Okay. And tonight's game, again, Nola and Javier – uh, pick it. Uh, what do you What do you like again? Uh, opinion under first five. Under three and a half first of five. So, help me decide. Uh, home team hotter bats um, over a much longer of uh, you know track record. The the better pitcher, or you take the hot pitcher in Javier here. I really like the way Javier's throwing the ball. I think he's got great stuff, too. I mean, he's able to locate that fastball wherever he wants it. And uh, I think he's a pretty underrated guy right now. He is. Uh, he is. Uh, he has been really good. Um, I just think that's a, it's a still a cheap price. I still think that the Astros coming in undefeated, being the favorite, um, one seed versus six seed mm. uh, in the postseason, in their brackets, you're still getting a little bit of that carryover, and I think the Phillies at an even price with one of their co-aces. Is that fair with Nola yeah. and Wheeler? Um, that's that's a pretty uh, pretty inexpensive uh, price. And and, and not, the, the thing is, going against it. Nola did not perform well in Game One, but the last game of the regular season, his last start of the regular season, shut down the same lineup. Yeah. So again, the inconsistencies. Uh, of him and listen, he's going to get Cy Young votes uh, this year. Probably finish uh, uh, a top five uh, in the American League, uh, but I'm sorry, the National League. Uh, Verlander should win it uh, in the uh, American League, but we'll, we'll, we will see. We will see. And as far as Dusty, 
what year was that? There was a Giants game six. I think it was a Saturday night. He kind of gave the ball to Russ Ortiz as he pulled him. Is that right? Remember that? Yep. Yep. When they were uh, didn't work out real well. When he did that, Dave, I can't remember. I don't remember, but, but everybody thought it was the wrong move, and it was. Yeah, why, why, why jump the gun when he yep. was very effective? Let him show some signs uh, that he's followed. He's got all offseason uh, to rest. Uh, so, and, and part of that, you think that slips into Dusty's Dusty's back I, of his head no a little idea. bit? Here we go again. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna crush him because they didn't score last night anyway. So, in no a doubt. sense, in a sense, he got he, McCullough took one from the team, uh, and they saved some some um, relief pitchers' arms. They weren't going to win right. last night anyway. Well, you know the uh, the analytics staff uh, at the Astros, um, they they fought him on moving uh, Pena to the uh, to the number two position. So, I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> You know they're still coming into the World Series. They were fifty-six and six. You know since they went to that lineup. Now they're one and two. You can make that fifty-seven and eight. Still pretty uh, good. But still, that's been a it's been a nice adjustment uh, yeah. that the analytics um, and that's a dusty move. He did do that because that was supposed to be a much bigger drop off losing Correa uh, to Pena, and he's done a good job. All right, I am. I, I'm set on the Phillies. Uh, I, I'm i going to ride this home team. I'm going to ride these hot bats again. Help me when you got Schwarber, uh, Harper, uh, and Hoskins all as swinging it, seeing the stitches as clearly as they are right now. Hey, uh, it's uh, it's enough for me. They'll have a quick hook on uh, on uh, on Syndergaard. They'll be having a very tight leash on him uh, in game five, win, lose, or draw. Uh, in this uh, game four. And it's just their their pattern of kind of when they have the chance, we see teams uh, struggle with it. And it's easier said than done. I get that. Everybody's trying to close out series, no matter what sport it is. But they've done it. And against some high-quality competition uh, as well. All right, Dave, anything else we want to add before we uh, call uh, wrap it up? That's about it here. I-, I hope the series continues for a little bit, and let's hope there's no more bad weather. All right, uh, for Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.